Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Texish, the show about some things, Texas. And some things not. We've got a very fun, almost controversial episode, potentially in It's going to really ruffle some feathers. Today, but why not ruffle a few feathers? We're two white dudes with a podcast. Right? That's kind of what we have to do that to get noticed these days. ruffles a couple of feathers. <laughs> but before we ruffle your feathers... Yeah. As always, we've got our not sponsors. Your favorite part of the podcast. And our favorite part of the podcast. Seth, who is our first not sponsor for today's episode? Thanks for asking, buddy. Our first not sponsor is Girls with Nose Rings. Girls with Nose (laughs) Nose Rings. rings. Don't have a personality? Just add a nose ring. That's all you got to do. Girls Girls with with Nose nose rings. Rings. Were you involved in a ministry in college but don't love God anymore? Girls with with nose rings. rings. Do you have a tech job and you really want to express yourself, but you're too afraid to get a tattoo? Girls Girls with with nose nose rings. rings. Do you sometimes do yoga, but not really? Girls Girls with with nose nose rings. rings. Date them, don't marry them. (laughs) Daddy Issues, brought to you by (laughs) Girls Girls with with Nose nose rings. Rings. Our other not sponsor of today's episode of Texish is leashes leashes they're for your dog leashes Leashes. do you want your dog to not bite a total stranger that doesn't feed them in public leashes Leashes. they're very affordable and make it to where your dog doesn't bark at total strangers leashes Leashes. i am so tired of seeing your dog try to bite me on the green belt when you could have just put it on a freaking leash leashes Leashes. there's laws about it irresponsible dog owner Leashes. leashes oh he's friendly are you sure because i don't own that dog Leashes. Protecting dog owners from liability since 1905. Leashes. Leashes. If you are old enough to own a dog, you're old enough to be responsible for the consequences. Leashes. For your dog and your wife. For your dog and your wife. All right. You want to know what happened one time in Texas history? You know I do, buddy. All right. So the day was January 20th, 2001. So not super close, but not very far away. The first ever... Women's Super Bowl was played in Houston, Texas. Women's Super Bowl. Women's Super Bowl. It was the first Super Bowl for the National Women's Football League. Mm, Not a sponsor. Played right here in the progressive state of Texas. Y'all means all, as we discussed in our last episode. We are the most progressive state. And yeah, I just want to go and read a little bit of an excerpt from the Seattle Times. Mm -hmm. So this was report. The only actual report I could find was in Seattle Times. So... In Houston, several trails of puffs from smokestacks dot the horizon while scents of chili dogs, popcorn, and barbecue grills cut through the crisp air. The parking lot is packed, and inside the stadium fans with leopard-printed cowboy hats and colorful comforters wrapped like cocoons bunched together on silver bleachers. It's Saturday night football in Texas where the sport is treated like a religion. And last night in this high school stadium, it was a high school stadium, of Texas finalized a new diocese, the Women's Professional Football League. Women's Professional with Football League. With what was dubbed the first Women's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the best performance was running back Stacy Agee. 
the best known apostle of the sport, showbutting down the sideline to score three touchdowns mm-hmm. and lead the Houston Energy to the championship 39 to 7 over the New England Storm. She was named the game and the league's MVP. So, yeah, I mean, even crazier about the running back. So, Adji, who came to Houston to try out the four time WNBA champion, Houston Comets, has always dreamt of playing professional sports, but the journey was much like the way she describes scoring the first touchdown in the football league's inaugural season. It seems like the end zone just kept moving further and further away, she says. Finally, I got there, and it was awesome. So, yeah, January 20th. 2001 the first ever women's football super bowl was played right here in the state of texas heck yeah and it lives on today in the form of powder puff football exactly i'm sure that's historically accurate <laughs> pitting, definitely uh don't junior, check me on that one pitting junior and senior girls against each other since 2000 oh absolutely dude the powder puff football game is so rough dude it's um <laughs> they go hard they go hard and it's just so predictable when there's there's like it's very predictable, but there's also the little rivalries they throw in there. And oh, yeah. so, you know, guys football tackle, get up, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a scuffle every now and again. Maybe every play series, there's some type of deeper scruff. Some like, catty just yeah, dude, claw like, or hair pull. There's always, when I say predictable, I mean before the game, if you're a spectator, especially in a small town for the Powderpuff football mm-hmm. game, you know, like, oh, Sarah and Shannon are going to fight. Oh, they are going to go at They're it 100%, all four quarters. Like, Shannon was dethroned on the softball team by Sarah, so. And, dude, like, 100%, they are as competitive, if not more, than the They're boys. They're way more competitive. Like, it is Way nuts. more. Like. It's absolutely It's nuts. like women's soccer. They're better it's at it. It's honestly way more fun to watch. Dude, way more fun to and watch. And not in the, like, I know some guys are like, oh, it'd be so hot. Yeah, girls, yeah. But, no, not like that. It's just, like, they go harder. It's yeah. way more fun to watch. Girls go hard. Go hard. So check out the next roller derby if you want like a mix of powder yeah. football and we are in Austin. So yeah, home so of the original the roller derby. That's a different podcast. Do you want to hear about our small town of the week? The mic got moved closer to my face <laughs> for the first time in Texas history. <laughs> small town of the week. Small town of the week, man. Our small town of the week is little known Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, Texas. So yeah, Harlingen. That's mm-hmm. one. So yeah, Harlingen. Right. Not Harlingen. Not Harlingen. Well, it is Harlingen. It is Harlingen. But it is Harlingen, Texas. So not the smallest town ever, but it is a city in Cameron County in the central region of the Rio Grande Valley. So if you ever hear the word the valley here in Texas, that's what we're referring to. The southern part of the U.S. state of Texas, about 30 miles from the coast of the Gulf of Mexico. The city covers more than 40 square miles and is the second largest city in Cameron County, as well as the fourth largest in the Rio Grande Valley. As of the 2010 census, the city had a population of 74,924 for a growth rate of 12.5% since the 2000 census. So it's on the come up. Uh, A couple more things. Harlingen is a principal city of the Brownsville-Harlingen metropolitan area, which is part of the larger Brownsville-Harlingen-Raymondville combined statistical area included in Matamoros-Brownsville metropolitan region. So... Little little history lesson there for you. Love a good history lesson. And a little bit more history. Harlingen's strategic location at the intersection of U.S. Route 77 and U.S. Route 83, co-designated as Interstate 69 East <laughs> and Interstate 2, respectively, in the northwestern region of Cameron County, fostered its development as a distribu- distribution, shipping, and industrial center. In 1904, Lon C. Hill, a man of Choctaw ancestry, envisioned the Rio Grande as a commercial waterway. He na- waterway. 
He named the town he founded on the North Bank after the Frisian city of Harlingen in the Netherlands. The town's post office was established that year, so 1904. The first school opened with 15 pupils in 1905 near the Hill home. The first residence built in Harlingen uh, was also the Hills, and Harlingen incorporated in April 15 of 1910 when the population totaled 1,126. In the 1920, the census listed 1,174, which means people had babies. The local economy at first was almost entirely agriculture, agricultural with the chief crops, vegetables, and cotton. All right. Harlingen. Harlingen. It's a place. It's a place in Texas. <laughs> That's, That's part go. of why I looked it up was I was like, it's I a met a guy from Harlingen at the last yeah. rugby game. And we talked about how the valley in West Texas are very similar and right. that everybody that grows up there either gets out mm-hmm. or and never leaves, cherishes it, but never wants to go back or stays there and never leaves. Yeah. So just kind of Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Um, dude, yeah. I love it. So ne- if you're new to Texas, if you hear someone say, I'm from the valley, mm-hmm. now you get to say, well, like Harlingen? Like Harlingen? Yeah. Yeah. Or like Brownsville? Like so Bush- 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 Raymondville? Not Raymondville. Come on. Nobody's yeah. from Raymondville. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fake place. <laughs> All right, small town of the week. Nice, Who is man. our bidet of the week? Our Texas badass of the week <laughs> is none other than Frederico or Alfredo Gomez Carrasco. I thought you weren't supposed to say the right pr- pronunciations. No, definitely not. Okay, yeah. well, say it right. Fred Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Fred was an American drug baron of Mexican descent. He was nice. born in San Antonio, Texas in 1940 okay. and was arrested in Guadalajara in September of 1972 after being found in possession with 213 pounds of heroin worth over $100 million. Oh my gosh. That is a baller move. <laughs> so much heroin. <laughs> so There's also an amount that means he's moved at least that much before. Mm-hmm. You don't go from like no heroin to 213 pounds of heroin. Exactly. You got to like work your way. way. <laughs> and this is one of those where he kind of deserves like a whole narcos made around him. Okay. They called him El Viejo, the old man, okay. even though he was only 34. Okay. He was described as slightly overweight okay. and someone who never smiled. And uh, you know maybe that's what the heroin was for. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> he's just trying to like get a little. Well, maybe he get was a little just smiling in a little on little the melancholy. Side. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he was arrested again in July 1973 in San Antonio, surviving four gunshot wounds fired at him by police. Oh my he gosh! He was charged for the killing of a police officer and suspected of murdering at least 47 people. From July 24th I'm looking at pictures to of him August on August 3rd, 1974, Carrasco unsuccessfully attempted to escape from Huntsville Prison in Huntsville, Texas during an armed takeover. His attorney attempted to mediate the 11-day siege, the longest in prison history. Carrasco committed suicide after a 10-minute gun battle with law enforcement. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Right? He also kind of looks insane? like the guy from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, exactly. Um, he has been cited as the biggest and deadliest drug lord on the Texas-Mexico border, overseeing a cocaine and heroin empire that stretched from Guadalajara to San Diego and Chicago. That's half the U.S. Yeah. As far as length as far as like That's length, literally yeah, like that's half of the country. Well, especially when you consider it, it stretched from Guadalajara all yeah. the way up. Yeah. Right? 
Holy crap. Yeah, and we've never heard of this guy. Savvy businessman. Savvy businessman. Do you think man. it's because he wasn't sexy? Like, that's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, that's the um, the big cocaine dealer. Uh, El Chapo? El Chapo, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like we all know about El Chapo because yeah. he was cool. Because <laughs> he was cool, yeah. <laughs> that's a horrible way to put that. But, but like, he, that's kind of, you, you know, know. he was into buying islands and... Yeah, he liked, he liked, enjoyed the... He enjoyed the, the fruits of his like, labor. Lifestyle. He smiled. He smiled. He was yeah. handsome. He threatened the Colombian soccer team mm-hmm. and actually killed some of them. Bought a lot of tigers for some reason. Yeah, started that they whole thing. Why do they all buy like tigers and lions? Know. What I is don't... it? What is the drug lord fascination with big cats? Like you know that in ba- that ends badly. It, I mean, I every think time. I think it's one of those when you have that much money. Like what else are you gonna do? And everyone around you has that much money, and yeah. you're also beholden to that person when mm-hmm. they say, "I'm gonna buy a tiger." You don't say, "Well, don't." Well, maybe don't though. You have to say, you yeah, have to say do, "Yeah, do." do it you know um but no i'm just interested in like there should be a movie about this guy due to our maybe maybe there is and we just don't horrible things uh but i'm looking you know i I was kind of looking him up and honestly man i don't see a movie here like i don't see that there has been a movie made um so maybe one one, i just found a tech holy crap yeah so there's a texas monthly article from october 1974 I did run across that. Okay, so there is that. But yeah, this is just kind of... Again, in my head, I think no one noted him because there's the sexy drug dealers that are fun, Mm -hmm. and then there's the guy who doesn't smile and actually kills people. Like, potentially 47 of them. And then himself. And yeah, 11 days, right? 11 days. I mean, talking about going out with a bang. Going out with a bang, man. Man, Wow. wow. He shot his shot. And look, as we've said before, not all, not all of our badasses are good people. Yeah, I'm also going to point out he wasn't a drug dealer because he's Mexican. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't feel like you had to point that out. Well, no. Inevitably, someone's going to be like, "Why'd you make a Mexican look bad?" And we're going to be like, "It's just the story." It's the that story, we pulled. dude. Like, you know, I, you know, just. All right, guys, as you know, we have some wonderful sponsors going on. Manscaped is our main sponsor. We've got a new one coming on very soon that we are excited to talk about. Good posterity. Not quite ready to do a read, but we are so excited for what they represent, who they are, and just as people, and also what they mean for the Austin community Mm -hmm. at large and the sporting community. On an even greater scale. On a way greater scale. Way greater I, scale. So I am so stoked to talk about If you're about watching on video, you see how big we're both smiling. Yeah. We're so Dude, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I can't so I can't exciting. even wait to, to introduce you guys to, <sighs> these, to these people. So before we can do any official reads for them, we've got our Manscaped sponsorship for you guys. Fellas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning. The Peeps. drapes need dusting. And your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung or the... <laughs> Global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code TEXISH. Now, I have a Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 myself. That you do? And I actually use it for my side job, and it keeps me as soft and smooth as silk. Which is very appreciated. Made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so I'm a stripper gentle. on the side. I, I love that I can. <laughs> it's basically true. I'm a penis model. <laughs> I model my penis. Again, basically true. Basically true. 
<laughs> That's not a fallacy. No, it is absolutely. Um, Did you catch that? That was that funny. Was good. That was good. Laugh. That was phallic. <laughs> That's not a fallacy. It's not a fallacy. There you go. There you go. I thought it was funny. Anyway, Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you'll need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants. To start off your spring cleaning, use the code MANSCAPED lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equipped with an LED light so you know it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. And I gotta say, I've used it in the shower myself just to test it. It is water retardant. It is water retardant. Are we allowed to say that? I think so. It's a real word. Side note, have you noticed that coming back? I have noticed that coming I don't know back. how I feel about it. But also, what could be coming to your door is a lawnmower 4.0. If you use the code TEXISH right now at manscaped.com, T-E-X-I-S-H. Get 24% off plus free shipping with code what, Seth? Code TEXISH, Gunner. Where That's T-E-X-I-S-H at manscaped.com for 20% off plus what, Gunner? Free worldwide shipping with the code TEXISH, T-E-X-I-S-H at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Back to the show. Person, man. Anyway. Um, speaking of race. Speaking <laughs> That was funny, right? That that was, that was good. It made me very uncomfortable. Thanks. Speaking of Aubrey Marcus. <laughs> Speaking of Aubrey Marcus. Just a little note about that. Okay, so uh, as you guys know, we have started doing sketches. Which we're very it's excited about. kind of our new favorite thing. Yes. I, I mean, the podcast is one of my favorite Obviously. things. Obviously. But these, what we have coming down the pike is, is like, so much It's going to be a lot of fun. And we, we did will, our first one. We did our first one. We will always aim to be fun, mm-hmm. not mean. Lighthearted. Of course. Lighthearted. The intention is to entertain. Entertain. That is it. And we we run these by people. So we do. <laughs> like, we do run these by people. The Aubrey Marcus one was run by a few people that are Aubrey Marcus people. Yeah. And they, they thought it was hilarious. Because of where we work out, we yeah. are exposed to a lot of people like mm-hmm. this who yeah. enjoy... I, can we call it alternative fitness alternative lifestyles? Alternative biohacking Just, fitness Yeah, life. like consistently trying to do more with less, mm-hmm. you know, um, alpha brain. Alpha brain. Blue and tongues and, and like. And yeah. Ben Greenfield. And I'm going to do Dave an animal Asprey. flow and yeah. like those types of things. I My elbow kind yeah. of tingles and so I shouldn't work out for the next month yeah. just to make sure everything recovers well. Yeah. I'm going to do an hour and a half of ice bath and that's going to fix everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, just everything's good yeah. from here. So that's that. Those are the people that we hang out with, and we love them. And we are also prone to some of that ourselves. Of course, definitely not as much as some people. As some people, but <laughs> this was just very funny. We have yeah. a friend mm-hmm. at the gym who works for Aubrey Marcus. Yes. And when we published this sketch, part of me what did think, man, if there was one person we potentially offend with this, it's it's, uh, it's and actually, we don't want to, but I don't think it will. Yeah. He loved it. He loved it. He and loved he, it so much. That he shared it on his Instagram, but he also, I was talking to him, I told mm-hmm. Seth this story, was talking to this friend, and I, I literally said, hey, it was actually kind of relieving that you liked that video because it sort of affirmed to us, okay, as far as that needle we had to thread of being fun but mm-hmm. not offending people, we, we think we did it. it. Um, he goes, yeah, dude, I loved it. I actually shared it in the group chat I have with Aubrey. But he's on Aya right now, so he probably won't see it. <laughs> he's on Aya. He's on Aya. You know you do something a lot when mm-hmm. you shorten the phrase. Oh, yeah. Like, 
There's a difference between your friend who does coke and right. your friend who tried cocaine. Yeah. See, very that's different. Subtle, there's a diff- subtle. There's a there's difference a between I difference. did ayahuasca and yeah. I am on Aya right now. Mm-hmm. And it was just so like so much. All like, the feelings I had, and maybe we shouldn't have made that video. Went we out the window. Went out the window. Like, I was like, I, oh, we had to. We do had that. to make that this was, video. That was needed. That was necessary. The world needed that. Yeah, exactly. So there's a small chance that Aubrey, that Aubrey, that unintentionally and un. Unbeknownst to us, unbeknownst to us, Aubrey once he comes off as Aya and realizes that he's unfulfilled with whatever mm. else in his life, with all of his millions of dollars and followers, love his cult. Um, mm, yes, we'll see our video. Spiritual community. Spiritual community. We'll see our video. Optional. And I was actually telling your roommate earlier. I hope he hates it. You know, I hope he's. I hope he hates. I hope that he is self-aware enough to love it, but that's just me. I'm sure that the Aya will help with that. The Aya will help for sure. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that it helps. I've heard it helps you like love everything. Self Aya for at least a while. I wear self I wear. It's a stretch, but I'll take I, it. Yeah, it yeah. Came out and I thought ah. Ah. But also, that's a plug. Go check out our YouTube. Go check channel. out our YouTube. We're gonna be Subscribe posting sketches. We have at least one sketch a week coming mm. out for the next few weeks. I want to take like the Dom Mazzetti route and be like new sketches sometimes. <laughs> New sketches, somewhat <laughs> eventually, reg- somewhat regularly, regularly irregular yeah. sketches, but they will be on the YouTube channel. They will mm-hmm. also be on our Instagram. Love that you watch it there. It would be a huge help to us if you would go subscribe to the Texas Pod YouTube channel. Yeah, if you don't mind, check those videos out there. Share them if you think they're funny. Share them even if you don't. Roast us. I. If you if you want to, I love a good online. roast, man. Roast us in the comments. Speaking of I'm roast, uh, we saw something earlier. Oh man, this was. It was it was a good thing we saw this mm-hmm. off mic because I was on one mm-hmm. once we started Already. talking about it. Yeah. But now I've had time to you know to decompress get a little the... bit. So what? Explain what we saw. So and because I'm the one who brought it to your attention. Yeah, I'll read it. Like, okay. I have it yeah. You, okay. Cool. Um, it's a poem shared by someone about like East Austin, mm-hmm. and we've talked about it on this podcast. Absolutely. How Austin is changing. Austin's the good, changing, the bad. Good, bad. How change is good. How change yeah. is bad. How it's inevitable, and it's up to us we've, to deal with it. We've made jokes about East Austin. Mm-hmm. We've made jokes about gentrification, and we will continue to. We make fun of ourselves, but we also As make we fun should. of other people on this show. Yeah, it's fun. The whole point was. I literally said, should we roast this person on the show? Yeah. And Seth said no. So then I just reframed it and said, should we highlight this person on the show? And, and I Seth said, said yes. yes. So I'm all about a good reframe. Here is the definitely well-intentioned mm-hmm. poem that was written. Um, New Austin. Single family homes peacefully lined rainy until they flooded with a hurricane of bachelorettes and South by miscellany. Mm. We witnessed family owned pinata shops beaten to death and luxury condos resurrected in the same aloof breath. Preach. The cranes have landed erecting tower after tower, but all we see are the unhoused triggering guilt on our way to happy hour. Hallelujah. Some nod in apathy and say, ain't this market crazy? If you can't afford Austin, well, this is no time to be lazy. Sing it, brother. So what do we do when hardworking artists fly away because the canvases are stolen, East Austin's walls turn from colors to gray? What do we do? The city is growing, but can it be saved? Cultures are scrambling to plant seeds before the remaining grass is paved. Save the culture. I fear it's too late and culture will soon be lost. After all, new Austin comes at a very high an acromatic cost 
Save that money. If the culture flees, we might just find that all of Musk's Teslas and all of Meta's men couldn't put Austin together again. King Elon. So before they cut down Austin's last Trafula tree, remember it holds the art and melodies that we once cherished wild and free. Trees. Screw off. (laughs) I mean, even this first stanza of bachelorette parties in South by Miscellany, three pictures over on this person's Instagram is is a a bachelorette party. Is a bachelorette party, and then a picture at um, an East Austin restaurant that's very kitschy, and Mm -hmm. then a picture at ACL. Yeah. So I'm sorry, you can't the write lat- that poem and live in you, East Austin. You can write it. Well, you, you can, can absolutely, it. but do you share it? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like the level of it, we intellectual hypocrisy. Intellectual. It's one hypocrisy. of the things that makes both of us angry. And it's one of the things that everyone who listens to this show has a green light to mm-hmm. tell us when we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Because we don't. One hundred percent. I don't want to do it, and when I do, I want to know. Yes. Right. So it bothers us. It's troublesome. Because it seems, and again, we could be so off base, open to that. Uh, We're not off base. I'll say it right now. It just makes me so mad that people with that level Mm -hmm. of ignorance complain about those things. Yes. You brought up the really great point of like, look, when's the last time you went to Joe's? Not yes. not not the tourist Joe's on Congress. We're no. talking about Joe's on East Seventh. We're talking the Mexican about bakery. The, the actual name of the restaurant, Mexican Joe's mm-hmm, Bakery and Eatery. I'll tell you how to stop all of that. You yeah. simply stop going to all of the pretty hipster places that yeah. you like to like take pictures at. Botanical Garden, which is right here. Like ACL, yeah. right here. Like all you got to do Josephine, is stop right doing here. all of that. Frequent frequent the Mexican bakery, frequent White Horse, and yep. keep Austin the way it is. If you don't like change, yeah, do, keep all the traditions because look, up. the Austin that you think you're trying to save, you never had. Nope. Because I mean, we've talked about it all the time. Austin has always it's been always been in flux. In flux, it's always been pretentiously liberal. Mm-hmm. No one here cares about minorities. No. Accept it. Not really. Nobody who makes decisions in this city gives a rip about homeless people. No, definitely not. No, they don't give a rip about no. minorities. They don't really care about middle class people. No. They want money. Yeah. They don't care about you. And they're going to get it. Like, Austin is literally one black family moving away from being Portland. So you said that already, and I didn't think I was going to laugh the second time, but it's still I very funny. I said it when I was it's going off funny. and thought, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I because like that. Because it's true. It's pretty and accurate, And can we man. just not, can we stop acting like that's not true? Yeah. Just accept it for what it is. Like, it would be one thing if this person shared that poem and wrote it, and I went yeah. to their page, and they live in San Antonio. Right. Because they moved away from Austin. Because they moved away. Or, or they, even, even Dripping Springs. Like, I mean, look, uh, man. <laughs> No, but really though, I would say Buda, Buda, sure. or even Pflugerville. Yeah, F it. Even if they lived in like Round Rock and in the suburbs, and we're yeah. just going to Starbucks in the suburbs, that's d- dude. Do you? That is that your would culture. be totally fine. It's the fact that every single picture is of a dog on a paddleboard with a bunch of white people. Sure. I just feel like you don't get to have this viewpoint if you're partaking in the thing that you're saying is a problem. I agree personally. <laughs> I like, look. I. Art is weird. You feel it, and if you are a writer or a poet like you are, you know that it has to come out. So I am, at the very least, like I'm not going to let this person off the hook 
for their intellectual hypocrisy, but I, I do make room for this is something you feel. Where where I have less patience is, okay, you feel that way. What do you do about it? Because feelings don't really matter in the context of making change. Well, and feelings, in my opinion, are often absent of ration. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're feelings. Yeah. Emotion is almost the opposite of logic I mean, in a lot of ways. There have been people who, out of their feelings, who out of their feelings have told me because you're white, I feel yeah. like you are racist. Yeah. And part of me is like, I sympathize with your feeling. Yeah. I understand that people who look like me have harmed you. Yeah. But I also know that if you thought rationally, you would never have thought to say you that. would never. Well, or you would just know, like I'm actually not a racist. Sure. You would just know that. And look, we, in that moment, you didn't have time to sit somebody down and explain the difference between racial bias and racism. Yeah. Because you also have important things to do. <laughs> I also have a job. And they wouldn't have listened anyway. Exactly. There's no point in talking to people who aren't going to listen. Yeah. So. And as your big brother, I just kind of want to grind that person's face into the cement. But like. But uh, here's that the thing. Doesn't solve I love. Anything. Yeah. But see, that's a feeling that a feeling is not helpful. Because it would be irrational. It would be irrational to do that. Just like to me, as far as my opinion, it's irrational to think you should share this poem. Yeah. If you look at your own dang page. Yeah. Because, again, I'm looking at picture... There's a mirror pic at yeah. freaking Unbelievable right next mm-hmm. to this poem. And the the reason you share that on social media is because you want attention mm-hmm. for being liberal or woke you or whatever. You want to be disassociated from the group that you know you're a part you of. Wanna pa- you want to pass for, exactly. for being the thing that you yeah. hate. Yeah, like you want people to see that you went to yeah. Miami a week ago to mm-hmm. party and do rich people Miami To let things. you do that. And and know and like still well think that you're they all, they feel bad. Um, and man, it, it sucks that we can't just accept people for living the life they want to live. I think it's awesome that those are the things that you like to do. Yeah, of course. And they make you happy. If this person never shared this poem, mm-hmm. I would think, oh, this is just this is a an, cool person. This is a very basic person who lives in Austin. Yeah, it's all they are. There's nothing to them. It's very harsh, but yeah. sure. I mean, I could line a hundred people up in East Austin yeah. and ask them, "What do you do?" And they would say, "I'm a content creator." Mm-hmm. This person would be in that line. Is that, I, I didn't look that closely. Is that I've what they're... I've looked so close. Okay, I fair, was, fair. I'll say it. I was triggered by this whole dynamic. Because <laughs> it and bothers look, me, there, man. It's okay that it bothers you. Uh, that's an emotional reaction that is irrational. It's, well, but then I step into my... Is it not rational to think, again, just rationally, if yeah. you actually believed what you wrote here? Because mm-hmm. as a writer... Yeah. I try to only share things that when I... Like, I'll write my feelings out, Sure. sure. But then I try to analyze it and think, if I share this, do my beliefs... Does who I am line up with who I'm portraying myself as? Exactly. And then we wouldn't even have this conversation because whatever the poem was would make more sense. Yeah. Even if there was some sense of like self-reflection there, mm-hmm. different conversation. Exactly. But this is more, this is propped up It as... feels accusatory and it feels like one of those things where it's like, look at me... I'm I'm woke. I'm safe. I'm not the problem. I don't. No one can attack me now because I'm not a part of with this. my Easy Tiger ten dollar latte. Oh you know, it, I, dude. Ten pictures down, there's a picture of an Easy Tiger latte. I'm not kidding. Okay, there you go. So there you go. I'll even point out the trip to Terralingua down here. Guess what it takes to get to Terralingua? Money. True. The minorities and the poor people you care about don't have the money to go explore that. Yeah. It uh, just drives me up the wall. It should. Obviously. Honestly. And it rationally dresses. Anyway. <sighs> so if you live in East Austin and if you have you a live Black Lives Ma- Matter sign outside of your house, 
honestly, take it down. Because... Yeah, because they don't matter to you. They don't matter to you. They really don't. If they matter to you, you wouldn't live there. Yeah. That's just... That's just true. And if you do want to, you know, help East Austin stay traditional, go to Mexican Joe's. Go to Whitehorse. Like, go to the places that have been in this neighborhood for 40 years. And if you don't do that, that's fine. Just mm-hmm. don't act like you care. Exactly. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. We, I'm not, we're not even saying this change is good or bad. Yeah. It's bad for traffic, for sure. But we're just pointing out there is more stuff like this out in the world, especially in Texas right now. And some of it's just BS. Yeah, I agree. And obviously nobody's safe because here we are talking on our podcast about her. On our <laughs> podcast, yeah. Uh, anyway, you see him? <laughs> wow, really good transition there. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank, I'm, I'm known for my really good segues. Your really good segues. Um, I like how you point out your segues. It makes them really smooth. I like how you have pointed out that I do that twice now, yeah. which must mean that you don't like that I do no, it. No, I just think it's funny. I mean, it's For me, it's this. It's You know how you make jokes for yourself? Mm-hmm. It's one of your jokes. To me, it's funny yeah. to point out a segue because it makes it not a segue. Segways are weird. <laughs> Thanks, like every moment, a comedic moment. Did I see Lance? Did That's see the him? question. Yes. I did. I did see him. How'd it go? You know, honestly, this time, it wasn't so bad. Really? Yeah. I was going, you know, going about my business. I uh, I, I had a couple drinks, you know, uh, going out with people lately. Yeah. And Having fun. I'm just getting, you know, I get that hankering that you yeah. get mm-hmm. late at night when you're yeah. a little tit. You had a, had a couple. You can drive. Yeah. But you have but a hankering. You have a hankering for something very specific. Uh-huh. So I go to Whataburger. Nice. And I'm hanging out, and I'm just like waiting in line, waiting for yeah, my food. You're gonna be there for a while. I'm gonna be. You're gonna be there for twenty you minutes. You could be the second hidden, car at okay. Waterburger and be there for two hours. Hidden benefit of Waterburger: the line is so long, you're sober by the time you leave. It's. I'm. Maybe it's that's honestly. Why they maybe do that's it. why they do it. it. Just it's gets like rid of the liability. It's yeah. It just keeps people safe more than anything. <laughs> Waterburger else. making you sober since 1978. So I'm in the Waterburger line, and something just kind of tickles the back of my neck, and I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling something coming on. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I look over beside me, and there he is Ooh. in all yellow reflective gear. It's Lance freaking Armstrong. In your car? In my car. He got in there without making he noise. He got in there without making any noise. <laughs> and he just looks over at me and goes, hey, man, can I have a fry? <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Lance? We rag on you so much. You can have the whole bag. And he's just like, thanks, man. And he gets out and walks back to his bike. Aww. Yeah. Forever and always. Forever and always. Forever he was weaving always. a little bit on the way out. Ah, so he, so was, he was. He needed the fries. He needed the fries. He was nice because you know? he needed you. He needed me. Okay. Yeah. That's a mental note. When yeah. he needs you, he's nice. When he needs you, he's nice. Just like all toxic men. Uh, just like when he was nice to all the people on the U.S. cycling team, but yeah. we made them dope. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> if you guys see Lance, let us know. Let us know about it. Email us at texaspod at gmail.com. DM us DM at TexasPod on Instagram. The bigger thing you can do for real is go to our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Texas Pod on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Watch Subscribe. the videos. Watch. Share them with your share. friends. Share this episode with your friends. Please. If we ruffled your feathers and you don't like anything we said, I want to hear it. about I'm it. I want to hear about it. I'm open to hearing how we did this wrong. Yeah. 
Because I'm sure you know. I'm, I'm sure somebody out there knows. I'm sh- I'm sure. Well, I'm also sure that there was maybe a better way to do this. I'm sure. Yeah. So if you disagree with us or just believe there was a better way to get this specific point across, we do want to hear about it. We are open 100%. to civil conversations about. We always are. Things. Speaking of that, Allison Bulwer Moore coming back on coming very, back very soon. soon. We're going to be talking about mental health advocacy Yay. in the state of Texas. Heck yes. Be on the lookout for that. Follow us. Share this episode. We appreciate all y'all. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye.